Welcome back to the Dad Pack. We got three hosts. We got Jordan, which is me. We got Joey, the ginger twin of all ginger twins. The rookie dad of the year. What? And then we got my brother, Ryan. And we have a special guest today, Weston. Let's start the show. episodes back ryan you told me that you can change a baby's diaper one-handed and mm-hmm. as a year and a half in here doing this you lied there that's not possible it's not possible i've tried so, i've tried be, no i've even done a little, little chicken just because you, you suck doesn't mean i'm a lying <laughs> there's no have, way I, I'm sorry. I want you, you to come up here and I want you to show me with my child how to do this. Because I'm telling you. It's... Oh, shipping you. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It's impossible. Jordan, can I change a diaper with one hand? I, you know what? Yes, maybe you maybe your kids. But I'm telling you what, as soon as I put this this child on the. My kid had colic, bro. Okay. But was he like, was I don't. Okay. Have you ever seen a kid on colic? No, absolutely. They, they, was he flailing? Was he like he was too strong during his colic for my wife to hold him? That's a, that's incredible. And you still changed him with one hand. One hand. There's no way. It is, okay. Confirmed. Other, is there like a, a a Mr. Miyagi wax on wax off technique? I need no. See, here's what I need. Here's what I need. I need you to make a video with like a, a stuffed animal or doll while someone is like moving the doll and then send it to me. It's impossible, bro. You will never convince me to do that, okay. as that will be used against me in future videos. <laughs> of course. And I will never do that, ever. Come on. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so today we do have a, a guest host, as Ryan said in the intro. Uh, Mr. Weston's Jordan coming said. in. He is a, um experienced dad, we should say. He's also a uh, grandfather. Weston, welcome to the show. Good God. I know. Hey, having a grandkid is your treasure for not killing your kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get a grandkid. Uh, yeah. Grandkids are much better than children. Hold on. You had you had a kid with colic, Brian? It was awful. Like, I, I remember relating to, like, when you hear, like, stories of parents losing their minds and, like, like just doing crazy stuff, I would be like, no, why would you do that to a kid? Man, you start to sympathize with them. When forget this lack of sleep, forget the lack of just the normal stuff with a kid. It's the same same bat time, same bat everything. He's gonna lose his crap every single night at the same time for several hours. Period. There's nothing you can do about it. How long did that last? Ooh, I want to say like nine months. Yeah, I recall you coming to work talking about that. But. Yeah, that was tough. It was, yeah. it was, like I said, my wife wasn't strong enough to hold him down. Like you have to hold him tight. I don't know if it's gas buildup. I don't know what the, what the actual science is behind it. We looked up a thousand things. It, we used like herbal stuff with our, uh, like a, like a black tar stuff that you would give them, and. And they, uh, I guess they're supposed to like kind of supposed to break down the gas, 
but it, and it maybe sort of helped, but I thought maybe it helped in our minds more than it did actually in like actual reality. It was horrible. It was, and, and you feel horrible for your kid. That's all you do. You, you feel horrible. You want to put your head through a wall because crying is supposed to be horrible. It's supposed to pierce your ears. It's supposed to be tough. And, and so imagine like being ready for seven thirty to roll around and knowing that like, if he stopped by like nine thirty or 10, like you lucked out for the day. Oh like, that was a pretty good day. My mom fixed that with a spanking. <laughs> <laughs> Different in parenting skills there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those were also... Everything the, was fixed with a spike. Yeah, that was the 1900s, everybody. It's been a different time. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just looking up Carlick as you were talking there, and it, I mean, that's it's pretty much what they were saying, is just crying for, for really no reason, you know, for a generally happy, healthy baby. And that's that's one of the main things it says. It's like it happens pretty much like time, like right at the same time all the time. So was it was it like six o'clock every day? I think day? it's a gas thing. See, this one here doesn't actually say gas. It just kind of just says extreme it's fussiness pretty much every single day. I'd said it because uh, y'all think I'm joking, but if you like, I would hold him tight. That's the only thing that would get him asleep. I'd hold him tight. He would fight me. And then he would start just blowing out man farts. You know what? It As young as he was, he would just be blowing it up. And you're like, whoa. That is that is huge, but it was kid stuff. In fact, it was it's not that that was like his worst time. He was fidgety and fussy and crying all day, every day, for months. And we would we would go on a walk every every single day. Cause that that would calm him before his horrible time. And I was I think I was sick one time and we were going around and I was like, Oh no, like I'm gonna go. I can't hold it. I can't hold it. I looked at Stacy and Stacy was like, what? And I was like, run, <laughs> run now and get the car. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. And she was like, you, are you serious? I said, run. <laughs> and she <laughs> took off running and man, it, she didn't even make it by the end of the block. I unloaded in my sweatpants. <laughs> oh no. I, I, just uh, <laughs> absolute beast of a turd and and was like well you can't keep walking right so we're in our neighborhood you just sit down I have my kid in a stroller so i sat down on the curb oh, no. i have a crying kid in the stroller so neighbors are pulling up going hey can like can we help you uh no no keep keep moving <laughs> The third one, I'm like, God, did Stacy stop for like ice cream or something? Where, where is she? And I expected her to pull up in her, in her car. No, she she was going to, but then pulled back around and was like, No, he, by by now he's probably he's probably went. I'm bringing his car. So she pulled up in my truck. That's a good move. That's a good move. <laughs> We threw it away. She was like, why were you talking to the neighbors? I was like, just, just drive. We're not going to talk. We don't talk about this anymore. <laughs> I think I would have dropped trial, man. I don't think I would have just middle of the neighborhood. grabbed in my pants, man. Yeah, middle of the neighborhood. Go boy, Joya. The older you get, though, the more I'm finding, like, this is more of an acceptable thing. Because in your 20s, it's not really a thing, right? But as I'm talking to people that are in their 30s and as I am in my 30s, I'm figuring out these things just happen. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, drink your coffee and don't oh, be bro, the that morning coffee. Open. That's it, bro. <laughs> no, about an hour after that coffee, it's. No, it's... <laughs> hey, at my age, I'm just happy to have a movement. You're just happy to have a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, especially the, the the worst situation is whenever you're caught in your car and you got to get home, and there's traffic or whatever you got going on, and you can't go anywhere. Like. Joey's setting me up for another story that he knows absolutely, about. Absolutely, bro. <laughs> well, hold on. I, I got wow. I got a little one with it, bro, and it absolutely happened to me. I was I was on my way home, and my commute from work now is about an hour uh, to and from work, and I was headed home, and man, I don't remember what I had, but it was one of them hole-in-the-wall, like, burger places or something, and I had the bubbly guts for a solid hour or two, and I remember having the thought before I left work man i should i should probably just use the bathroom here now but i'm like you know you know how it comes in spurts like you know you, you kind of have an upset stomach and then it goes away and then it comes and it goes away you know what i mean it was i it was right stronger. in the middle of that yes and they get stronger as you go exactly so i was kind of in that middle like okay it went away like i'm I'm good i did i didn't calculate right like my timing was well way off as you get older you're gonna start choosing the other <laughs> bro why well, I, I, I might bang in I might literally call in sick because, <laughs> because you know what? I don't know if I'm gonna make it to work or not, and and, and I'm not taking the chance. I'm done for the day. I've used that excuse many a times, but uh, I, I honestly, at my age, I've still yet to have these problems that you guys are talking about. Bro, I've never my pants, so <laughs> it absolutely happened. And I was on my way home from work, and I ain't gonna lie, bro. I got to the point about 10 minutes away from my house to where I was literally standing up in the driver's seat trying to clinch as hard as I could for my life. I was sweating, bro. I was sweating. Mm-hmm. Literally, and I'm not tall. I'm literally standing with my head like corked to the side just trying what are you, to... What are you guys eating? That's what I want. Bro, I told you. It was just some hole-in-the-wall greasy hamburger for lunch that day. Good I don't know. Lord. My, well, I know better than that, Dude. man. My, I have an ulcer. My ulcer's like, no, you better not eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Ulcer is saving you from the ultimate embarrassment. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Ulcer. <laughs> it happened to Bro. me in seventh grade. Hold on. You you had an accident in seventh grade? Oh, yeah. What? Jordan said oh, he had an accident. There, Ryan, but you probably don't remember it. But I wish I did. I literally, it was at the end of the day <laughs> where we just got released from school. It hits me like a ton of bricks, right? So I run into the locker room. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do it here. There's no toilet paper in any <laughs> bathroom that's at the oh, end of the school that I'm at. And I'm running from bathroom to bathroom trying to find toilet paper. And eventually I just go say, I just say, screw it. And I run, the, we lived about eight or nine blocks away from the middle of school. I sprinted, I sprinted, I sprinted all the way home. And as soon as I turned the key to the house, I totally just unloaded. <laughs> I mean, turn the key, drop. Dude, there's no <laughs> quite a bit of relief there. You still made it almost home. It's a weird mix of I relief. I made it to the door. I made it to the door. the door. I ran. <laughs> it's a weird mix of relief I mean, and defeat, right? Like you feel so right? defeated that you lost that battle, but at the same time, you're so relieved that it's over. <laughs> Let me give you some old man advice there. You could have wiped your ass with your drawers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Fair enough. Right there wipe in the locker room and left them there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
See that old man. All right. <laughs> I have. I have most definitely. I have two separate ones, and I'm not sure which one Joey's specifically talking They're about. Both good. You could do either one. It doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> the 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 better one that keeps work out of it would be. My daughter lived at the time. She lived about an hour away from work. Now to keep her a little bit extra, I would drop her off at her school in the morning and drive back, which was like you know, obviously about a two, two and a half hour drive from me in the end. And I want to say it's, I mean, it's, it's not quite in Dallas, but it's pretty close. And it was massive traffic on the way back. And I had stopped off at a gas station, got a little coffee, got a little, you know, little snacks or whatever. And man, I'm in dead stop traffic. And, and I'm, uh, it hits me so hard that I'm pretty sure I'm going to take my foot through the floorboard of my truck that I'm just holding tight, holding tight. And I was White like, man, huh? I can't, there's no bathroom. There's no nothing. I can't just hang my ass out the, the side of the, the window, which was an option if I had to, right? Like if you have to, fair enough. But yeah. I did have the gas station bag right there. So I unloaded my snacks onto the side. And this is, a, this is definitely a technique that you can use um, if you need. You, you drop the drawers. And then you can take the baggie and you can hang them off, like, uh, depending on how big your seat is, you can basically kind of hang it on one side and get it caught up there if they have little handles on the, on the baggie. You hold the other side in the front and then you just sit forward real far. Boom. Drop it in the bag. <laughs> Bro. Drop it's, it in the bag. Makeshift bed. Pan. Wipe with the undies. Okay. Throw it in the bag. <laughs> as soon as you get, as soon as you get going a little bit, throw it out the window. <laughs> Done. <laughs> You boys are eating entirely too much fiber. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. It's fiber rich. You're you're absolutely right. Good lord. Start your morning like a man. Coffee and cigarettes. You're good to go. <laughs> That's a breakfast of champions right I'll there. The coffee, man, but the coffee doesn't help. But you know, I I, uh, I you know what though, I man, you wouldn't like my coffee. I I doll it up, you know what I mean? I, I am absolutely I think you drink the the black coffee, not me, bro. I put the creamers, the sugars, anything Starbucks. Oh yeah, oh, I'm, I, I'm all in it. I put a little creamer, uh, in Jordan. There of too. course you are. You like white claws, bro. Come down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know it's you. Do. Yeah, you're a pumpkin spice, just like me. Stop it. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I almost got it today. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely. As we get older, man, it's it's getting hard to uh, to control the. I told you guys, I threw my back out sleeping. Right. As soon as I hit 30, like the week after I hit 30, I was sleeping in bed and I woke up the next morning and I, I threw my back out. Worst pain I think I've ever. I wish to God I was 30. I was, <laughs> bro, I don't know what happened. It's <laughs> yeah. never happened before. I was... Oh, my God. 30 years old. Yeah, you man, I, I guess I got a cane I can lend you. <laughs> All right, Mr. Double Hip Replacement, calm down now. <laughs> I'm thinking that the last time I threw my back out, Three days worth of sick leave, and it was picking a pencil off a desk. <laughs> Picked it up. I don't know, turned my neck weird or something. Had two other people around me, and I was like, oh. And they're like, dude, are you okay? And I was like, ah, can't, I really can't move. It was horrible. It was a pencil. But I've done it sneezing before. Absolutely. Oh, no. oh, yes. Sneeze will throw your back out. <laughs> 
Oh, here, here it comes. Oh my God. Hold my back. <laughs> oh my God. Um, all right, let's get back on brand. I, uh, I was going to ask you, Weston, my, uh, you, so Weston has, uh, if you don't mind me saying this, Weston, um, he has his granddaughter there with you, right? At your, your house. Yeah. Uh, yes. how old is, she, how does she, he should be three in November, three in November. Um, so my question is, um, does, does, does grandbaby still have a pacifier? No, no. no. Okay. She, uh, you know what? Uh, she really wasn't into the pacifier. My kids, man, it was like pulling teeth to get those things out of their mouth, but I, she never really got into the pacifier thing or the bottle too much. I mean, they gave her sippy cups and she transitioned over from bottle to sippy cup like it was nothing. Okay. Well, that's not but like right. my kids, man, they were like, I think Junior was like 14. I was still like, hey, get that thing out of your mouth, boy. Stop What's it, wrong? bro. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I forget how old they were. Man, you understand, man, my, my kids are 30 and 23, so it's a long time ago, man. But I, I know that we had to... Uh, we just had to draw the line with Junior, throw all his bottles and pacifiers in the trash. That that that's that's kind of leading into what I was going to ask the R two experience people here is, you know, Ryan, do you remember how you guys weaned your kids off of the pacifier if they had it, and like, you know, what tips or advice would you say with or without the pacifier? Um, from me and my perspective, my my son is a year and a half, and he uses it for whenever you know he's he's teething or feeling some kind of way uh, with his teething. Uh, and other than that, he kind of just has it for a comfort. But there are some days when he doesn't want the pacifier at all, and there are some days when he wants it. It, it kind of goes back and forth. He does use it um, whenever we're going to sleep at night or whenever he's going to bed. Uh, he'll take a bottle, then he'll take his pacifier. I don't know how much he actually uses it at night or whatever, but that's that's kind of where we're at now. But we got to start getting to that point. We're going to start backing him off of it and stuff. I'm kind of just waiting for these last couple teeth to come in. So that's that's where we're getting ready to be is pulling him away from that pacifier, which I don't think we're going to have too much of an issue. But, you know, I just want to see y'all's thoughts. Like, what what did you guys do, if you can remember that far back? Yeah, that's a, that's a horrible thing. Uh, first of all, I've probably bought over a million pacifiers in my day. God, they disappear, right? I don't know where they yes. go. I don't know what happens to them, but they are magical, and they disappear on their They're own. Like socks, bro. Uh, I don't know how. Pacifier gnomes. Yes, pacifier and it's gnomes. Cra- and it's crazy yes. because you move houses and you still can't find them. It no idea where they're at. So they're with the ten millimeter wrench, <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. They go in the same place with the extra stuff. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's crazy. These pacifiers, they 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 go away. And so usually, what we would do is just take a stopping point of we're not going to buy anymore. When they're gone, they're gone, and it doesn't take long. They disappear. And I think we did the, the sleeping type thing for a while. Like, like, okay, while they're sleeping, we'll have it. The, no matter how you do it, when you stop, there's a, a period of time where they're just mad as hell that they don't have their pacifier and they have to get over it. Yep. So you can wait or you can, or you can do it early in the end. They're going to be mad as hell. So you, you know, you gotta, you gotta pull the cord eventually. That's why I say, throw them away, Joey, throw them yep. away. Cause you will break weak. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. When that kid's screaming, 
you're like, now oh, here, stick this in your mouth. And go to sleep. Go, yeah. But I, if they're gone, you can't break weight. I, I think I, I got it lucky because I ain't gonna lie to you, Carson. I mean, I, he's everything's nonverbal communications right now. He's still not talking yet, uh, but. He doesn't. He doesn't look for the pacifier at this point. It's more of like he'll see it and then he'll want it. So it's kind of like when it's out of sight, out of mind. He's he's so high energy. He's playing all the time that he really doesn't even think about it. It's not something like where he's going and looking for it or anything like that. So he really only, like I said, he really only uses it really at night when he goes to sleep for his bedtime routine. But other than that, it's kind of more of like if it's on the counter or whatever, then he'll kind of just point up to it and then want it then. But if he doesn't see it, then he never really wants it. He's <clears throat> never really like is, is is fussing too much with or without it the only time that i actually like will give it to him if if i think he needs it is when he's teething and i think he needs that extra little massage for his gums or whatever if not he's sticking his finger in his mouth and he's trying to rub on them gums trying to get them, them teeth through so i think I, I at this point i think i got it pretty easy but i mean who knows he you know he might get two three and start freaking out about it i really want to have the pacifiers gone as soon as them teeth kind of poke through and just kind of be done with it that way we're not going into the twos and the threes with uh, with pacifier problems. Aren't you supposed to take the pacifier when the bottle goes? He, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he still uses a bottle right now. He's a year and a half, so he uses a bottle at night. Just at night? Just Yeah, just at night. We don't, yeah, right. for, for sleep routines and stuff. I mean, my wife did most of that stuff. Yeah. He, we're getting to the point where we're starting to back him off the bottle, too, because he's starting to eat regular food. I mean, he's eating regular food, but he's eating it more now, more comfortably. Uh, he's he's not as picky as I'm, I I don't want to say that. Sometimes he's picky, sometimes he's not. So sometimes he needs that bottle for a little extra, like you know, in his stomach. And sometimes he eats so much that he his his he literally has like a, a poking belly sticking out. You know what I mean? Got that beer belly going on. Watch him when he do, when he does that. Watch he'll grow. Oh yeah. When they eat like a little pig, the next thing you know, man, they shoot up an inch or two. You're like, wow. You know what though, bro? I ain't gonna lie. When I see his belly poking like that. Man, it makes me nervous because every time that happens, I'll go and what he like. He'll still want that bottle because it's kind of a familiar thing at night, and his his belly's kind of poking or whatever. And last time he had something like that going on, he had that bottle, dude. He threw up all over me. It was probably two months ago. I mean, doused me, dude. I got a beard and stuff, and man, there was bits of like taco all in my beard. It was it was gross. Hey, it doesn't mm. get any better the older they get, <sighs> buddy. Oh no! Start by throwing up on you and peeing on you, and it just hey, gets dude, worse spit up. I could on. do spit up all day. That's different, <laughs> but man, when it's when they transition to throw up and you get that acidy kind of stomach smell, ugh, God, it's yeah, that's not fun. Yummy. Oh, dude, no, that never bothered me. Really? Never bothered. Nah, man, the, the smells never bothered God. me. God, when you when you smell like Weston. <laughs> Things like yeah. that really don't bother you. I smoke so much, I can't smell anything anymore anyways. Come on, man. That kid smells like a cigarette. We're good. <laughs> so, lately, my wife has been basically talking to me about the fact that uh, my kids are coming home as terrors from school. And she thinks that they're getting bad ideas in their head from the school that they go to. She has now looked at a couple of private schools, and I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do, to be quite honest with you, because I think that, one, it's a waste of your money. You're already paying for private school with your taxes and whatnot. I think that probably the kids are probably uh, the same exact kids with just a little more money. So um, um, y'all tell me what you think on this, because I'm ready to tell her no, but... 
obviously she's mama, so she'll she'll get what she wants anyway. I don't have a problem with public schools, but I mean, when you say terrors, what kind of terrors are we talking about here? Just oh, they they got little friends that give them ideas <laughs> of hilarious, funny things. You to think say. that's going to change between public school and like I don't. And private school? You know what I mean? I don't. West, oh, I don't. Hold on, Weston. What 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 do we got here? I don't. I mean, I don't know where y'all live and what kind of schools you're going to, but uh, some of them city schools are a little rougher than those little hick country schools where I went to school. I mean, but, okay. Well, uh, my kids definitely weren't going to go to no private school. I could barely afford to feed them <laughs> when they were little, let alone pay for them. So, okay. Well, I mean, okay. things were a little tight. Well, let's, let's, now, if my granddaughter, my granddaughter could go to private school, Papa would pay for that in a heartbeat. Oh, of course. What do you think? Well, what would what would yeah. make you make the choice to put her in private school? Let's let's talk perfect world. If you had the money to do public school, homeschool, or private school, what would you do? Well, I kind of think that a kid, uh, the homeschool, I'm not ditching anybody does homeschool, but uh, you go to a public school or even a private school, they, they get to be around kids their age. You know, it's a social thing. So I, I really think that if you're homeschooling, uh, you got to get that kid around some other kids so they can learn how to socialize a little bit. It's changed. It is more of that nowadays. They do yeah. field trips and stuff together from what I've read up on and see. Homeschooling is a little more involved nowadays than what it used to be, especially with everything being digital. Uh, public school, I, man, I don't know. It depends on your area, right? It depends on, you know, what your public school has to offer. Your homeschool has, you know, I mean, your homeschool options there and then private school. Um but I if lie. you live in a ghetto, I mean, it'd be kind of <laughs> scary to send your kindergartner to school, you know? Yeah, no, we, yeah. Drug dealers on the corner or whatnot. Be like, <laughs> no, nah, I think I'll homeschool this little bugger. But, you know, I mean, like where I grew up out in the sticks, I mean, there was no such thing as a private school. No. And my parents were like, get out of the house. I mean, we're not homeschooling you. Yeah, me and you grew up in, in similar type areas. I think you were Ohio and I was yeah. West Virginia. So it was there was one elementary, one middle school, and one high school. And that is all we had for the entire area. So I don't think. But our high school was three towns came together to make one, town. one high school. Yeah, that was, that was similar to what ours yeah, was. Too. And high school went from the seventh grade to the twelfth grade. What? Seventh through twelfth was high school. That's so old school. You come right out of elementary. You were, you were in that generation where, like, the, the parents still had, I'm mean, not the parents, the teachers had, like, paddles, though, right? Like, that was your generation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our teachers still had paddles, too. What? No, no, no. In, in second grade, they still had paddles for me, too. What? In second grade. Yeah. It must have been the phasing out right uh, Bro, there. I was, it was the phasing they were out because the next year they didn't have them. Yeah. They were beating me till I turned 18 and told them, yeah, that ain't going to happen no more, bud. <laughs> we can go out in the parking lot and throw down, but uh, you're not going to beat me with that board anymore. I, you know, yeah, man, they'd beat you in the hallway. You'd be late, late to class. You're done. You're taking a lick. Oh, yeah. Dang. No, I see different times. We... You know, no, they used to take kids out in front of the office, principal's office, and they would do licks like out in the common area for everybody to see. Like it was that, crazy. It's funny to hear y'all say <laughs> that term getting licks is completely different. You know what I mean? Like nowadays that you don't even really talk about like disciplining kids and stuff in public anymore. And then back then, man, it was a good ass whooping. And like your teacher would just like tell your parents, Hey, by the way, little Johnny here got got three or four licks today, or or little little Weston here. Yeah, I'd have got I'd have gotten spankings on the way home. 
But my parents would have been mad that I got I got hit with the board and I'd have taken spanks at the house. <laughs> you got a double yeah, you got a hey. double woman. <laughs> a yeah. Double dose. Hey, it helps you. Yeah, that's all. When I was a kid, if you uh if any adult you lipped off to any adult, they'd smack the living hell out of you. Oh bro, it's a yeah. different time. That was Yeah, it's a different time now, but when I was a kid you hold on for context nobody though. Nobody had a problem beating on a kid. Listen, when did you graduate high school? Nineteen eighty seven. Eighty seven? Yeah. And then what about you, Ryan? 98 98 i was seven uh and then of course jordan what you were what 2000s 2003 and i was 09 whoa 80 oh my god bro 87 you know not not in my day and age it doesn't seem that long ago it doesn't (laughs) i still remember like (laughs) yesterday uh no they definitely did that that was not even a thing back then it was more like disciplinary was like leaving toward like leaving leaving it all toward like your parents we used to get like we had this this weird little like folder or like binder or whatever and like your teacher would write inside the binder like if you had a good day or what you did or whatever and then you would just go home and your parents would like yeah. read your daily report or something like that and that's kind of what it was that's what my kids have yeah yep and so like that's what they have so it was more like leaving it up we to didn't the parents have anything right like that no no did y'all have like pen and paper teacher or was it still like stone nothing. and and yeah, I mean, you carried your slate board chisel. and your chalk. I just it chisel. Yeah. <laughs> if you fell Man. down in the snow, your home homework was gone. You know, just wash right. It was. It's not that much different though. Like we had paper or kind of like cardboardy type report cards, like, and they would write on it. You take it home. And parents would sign it. You had to bring it back, and it was the same report card for the whole year, like all six weeks, whatever that was. For all yeah, the different wow. semester, you come back and then they add it all up. It was just a piece of paper, oh. basically, that you sent home. I wasn't for the whole year. I wasn't the best D-minus. kid, so I hated report card days, dude. <laughs> that was the worst because you knew I knew that I had an ass whooping coming <laughs> when I got home with that report card. You know what I mean? My 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 brother was you know the I'm not gonna say a showboat at school, but he was the straight A's, and then you know my sister and I were kind of like uh, the B C D on good on good report cards, and then the bad ones. It was like straight C's and been D's. Nice. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, that would have been great. I wish I'd have made Ooh, B C's and D's. Boy. I'd have I'd have made it. You talk about hey, if I got a D, I was happy, happy, happy. <laughs> oh my god, you did it! Like, Come home with it. all D's. I'd be like, look, mom, I'm just below average. What someone tell me C's get degrees, D's get degrees too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as I pass, got to get a 60. I was good at figuring out how much I needed to get. Oh my god, dude. I don't know. Uh So then so then what's the answer? I, man, how do I tell my wife no? How about let's get, let's get the real the real thing out of the way. The real how do I thing tell is my wife no. If Stacy wants to do it, there's nothing you can do about it. You're going to say yes because that's how it works, is, is dude. It? You can tell your wife no all you want, <laughs> but I've been works. married for 31 years, dude. I told my wife no a million times, I heard, but I heard it doesn't work. The, what's that old thing? Uh, happy, happy <laughs> wife, happy life. What about happy spouse, happy, happy house? Where each each of the that bird don't fly. each of the two are supposed to yeah. make each other happy. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't fly, exactly dude. right. <laughs> that's that's reaching a bit. <laughs> it's like Valentine's Day, man. If you don't get your wife a card. You're in for it, dude. If she doesn't get you anything, eh, not a big deal. Ain't no big deal. Not a big deal. It's all good. Yeah. Be a man. That's why I married her two days after Valentine's. <laughs> Roses so are you can cheap. get them the same stuff, bro. <laughs> no, look, dude, when I got married, it was $75 to get married on Valentine's Ooh. Day, and it was 25 to get married two days later. 
I've always been thrifty. Waited <laughs> two extra days. Got married for $25 at the Justice of the hey, Peace. That's a hell of a deal, especially for back then, dude. Well, hey, and then the roses, I didn't really realize that, but the roses are hella cheap two days after Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, yeah, they're so. just trying to get rid of them. You are correct. Hey, baby. <laughs> yeah, it all worked out. That's <laughs> Save the money where you can, fellas. I mean, look, Ryan. I mean, what is she saying? Is she Is she leaning towards private school? Or homeschool. I mean, I guess homeschool is not really an option. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you my, my opposition of private school. The public school is, is about a block and a half away from my house. And the private school is a few miles away. And I am like, what's the problem with the school right next to us? There's there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. We need a, to deal with an issue with our kid, then we will. As changing schools, my point is changing schools doesn't change anything other than running from your problems and running from your issues. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not trying to still going to make this. friends and do crazy stuff. Though. I mean, we were, we were all kids. We all did crazy stuff all the time. It didn't matter who the friends were. We all just did crazy stuff all the time. I think that's just going to come. You know what I mean? That's what scares her. Sneaking out, going to the church and reading my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Wes. <laughs> crazy kids. <laughs> Yeah, I think Mama hears the stories and she and she goes, "Wait a minute, I don't want my kids to be like that." And they go make their choice. You do the best you can, but they're going to make their choice. Yeah, but and, and you ever talked to, to a parent from private or like a private school parent? They always seem so amped no. up. They're always like, "Oh, this is the best school in town. This is this has this benefit and that benefit. My kids are like you this." Have and they to. make it's like the car you drive. Exactly. On, you I was gonna say it. they make it seem like the grass is greener on the other side, but is it really? It's I don't know. Buyer justification. It is buyer justification. It happens all the time yeah. in music equipment. Oh, I spent ten thousand dollars on this. It must be great. No, it's not. It's it's you, you spent two, ten thousand dollars, dude. Great. We're we're proud of you. We'll stay tuned. We'll see what happens, but I'm opposed to it. I'm not opposed to private school. I'm opposed to private school based on running from something in a public school. I think I think maybe when the kid is your kids are a little older, it would be a little more beneficial. You know what I mean? Because if you go to a private school, it might help you get into a college later if your kids were looking into a college. So maybe that would be a spin. But right now, I don't know that there's much benefit. And I'm talking out of my ass here. Like, I don't I don't really know. There's probably some parent out there screaming at us like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing in the world. Like, I get it. But as of right now, like, I just don't see a benefit for your kids to do that. But, you know, maybe down the road, you know, if they're looking to get like a prestigious college or something, you know, I feel like, you know, your kids are, are especially Ashton is pretty, pretty dang smart. So that could be an avenue that they could look you guys could look at. But right now, I don't not not for the reason that, it you know, that she's bringing in now. That's just me, though. No, I was a straight A student in in Louisiana schools, and then I moved to Texas. That's because they ain't got no teeth, and it was Bayou Country, boy. (laughs) There's definitely a difference in schools. They had blackboards, the real blackboards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, I bet there was. There was a big difference between when I came to West Virginia to here too. It was huge difference. It's like, my God, you guys really expect a lot out of me. <laughs> I was just showing up there. <laughs> and they were happy with that. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. I think that that's going to wrap up the conversation for today. We're going to go ahead and move on to the dad advice section of the podcast. Uh, to be included in this part of the podcast, please send us a message on our Instagram, which is the dad pack podcast. All one word. 
and let us hear your stories, your reactions to whatever we're talking about, or send us your questions there. We'll be happy to read them. Um, and Ryan, I think you got the, uh, the question today. I do. So he says, what do you do with your kids for fun when they, when you have no money? I.e. he wants to know like how to basically entertain your kids or have fun with your kids and, and not, you got no money to go to the water park. You got no money to go to wherever. Like, what do you do with your kids? Go outside. And it's not as entertaining to some, like, like your, if <laughs> I grew up outside, daughters. bro. Like that's what all I did when I lived in West Virginia. That's all I did. My parents were literally just like, they wouldn't even look for us back then. You know what I mean? Like we would just disappear. And like, we just, he's on, he's on vacation though. Oh, okay. So he's on vacation. He's trying to come up with something to do with his family. That is extremely cheap and or nothing, basically. So like a staycation is what you're kind of talking about there. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I, I, I will say. down in the yard. There you go. I was going to say, there's a lot of things like. <laughs> Get the hose out. Uh, even, even as Podunk, because I live over here where I'm at, they have like a, you know, a park over here. And I don't know how old his kids are, but I mean, they have like a splash pad and all sorts of stuff over here all the time. So I would look for like maybe public events or stuff that's going on. Now, obviously, with everything that's going on with Corona, it's a little hard, especially right now. Um, but, you know, that's what I would do with with my kid, you know, with my little one and a half year old. You know, I take him to a splash pad. Oh, my God. It's like the greatest time of his life. Forget everything else. That's that's fantastic to him, especially like little public areas like that. Um, Let's start thinking. 13 to 16. Oh, teach them how to garden. (laughs) (laughs) Is that benefit them or benefit you there? Get a shovel. Tell them, hey, guess what we're going to (laughs) do? If malls were still a thing, that that would work. But uh, even that's kind of wavering. I think, in like, unfortunately, the answer is pretty normal, which would be. You're going to like have to do some kind of stay home, some kind of outside thing, like Joey said, except for like get creative. I think our family, Jordan, didn't we do like little, um, I don't know what, like, like we went, we did like stuff that we competed against each other in. We made up stupid games and stupid, um, stupid <laughs> little competitions that didn't matter. And we made them a big deal. And they were funny and fun, and that I, I remember those more than I do vacations. Yes. So I think Absolutely. that would be my best advice there. Oh, competition with your siblings are the best, aren't they? You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Boxing. Boxing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boxing would be good. We, we would wrestle. Me and Ryan would wrestle a whole lot. But... Yeah, wrestle, kickboxing. I think we did kickboxing for a little bit. We did do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, in the area that we live in and that you guys live in there, Ryan, I think I think there's a lot of stuff going on. So I think it just maybe a little research. I mean, there was literally like a, a, a band playing in a public park not too long ago around us. So maybe a little stuff like that. I mean, I think it's just going to require a little extra digging and research. But I mean, I think for most people, I mean, it's it's there, especially if you live around a city. All you got to do is just look a little bit, um, especially like here coming up in the fall. Man, we have all sorts of stuff all the time little pumpkin patches and uh the little hay rides and stuff like i can't wait to take them do all that kind of stuff most of it's free or just a few dollars but i would say a little bit of research like that might might go a long way or you know going over the top as a parent to make your day your kids day special which let's be all honest i mean we all have to do that now especially you know 
being your kid's entertainment for during all this whole Corona stuff. I mean, if you're stuck in there with your kids in lockdown or whatever is going on, you've had to learn how to be their entertainment during this time. So I think, I think maybe that's what he's going through or struggling. I don't know. Yeah. I think it was panic time for what are we going to do? I actually think there was a plan, but then, uh, the second wave of our third wave, whatever you want to call it, this Corona thing happened and it was, he's trying to do something cool for his family and he, he just can't. It's tough. Yeah. He, he's having a hard time. Yeah. It's tough. And it, I, I think you have to, you have to, for me, he might be a guy that likes to go and do stuff. I don't. So like, like my wife likes to go travel. She likes to go do all sorts of like crazy, just horrible stuff that I just travel with her because she's prettier than I am. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep that. So I'll go, I'll just get in a plane with you and we'll go. But until otherwise, like I have to tell her like out of my vacations, out of all the time off I get, one of those weeks is going to be me doing nothing. That is, that is what it is. Is your, is your dog okay? It, it, it's, um, <laughs> My dog does that, that too. I was wondering what that was. I just saw his dog back there. I didn't know what the heck was going on. Dog over there. At least she's not barking. Hey, I got I got one last question before we go off here. Wesson, I just want to know, what was your first car? A nineteen seventy six Gremlin. What in the hell is a nineteen seventy six AMC, brother? That was oh, that, okay. the second ugliest car ever made. <laughs> the first ugliest car was my second car, the 1976 Pacer. Ooh. It, yeah, the old Pacer looked like a, uh, I don't know, a fishbowl on wheels. <laughs> you know, windows all the way around car. I wrecked it. I cracked every window in it. There you go. Character, and, baby. That's uh, character. Yeah. Still drove it. Bent the linkage. I had to put a block behind a tire to park it. Uh, yeah, there's some good rides there, man. Um, Back in the good old days of safety. Yeah, <laughs> I heard on one of your other podcasts you were talking getting a car like 80s or 90s model. I would be like, wow, man, I'd have been I mean, yeah, happy, someone, happy, for, happy for, with something that fancy. Absolutely. You graduated in 87. I'm sure you would be. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> if, I had, if I had a car that had broke into the 80s, I would have been like, whoa, Ooh. man, this is like high. <laughs> for the here. kids nowadays, you know, if you're graduating 2021, you shouldn't have a 2021 vehicle. And if that's what you're giving your kids, I'm looking at you. Hey, Stop it. You know, I bought, the kids I bought Junior. You the car with some character. What? Junior started driving. I bought him a 1973 Ford. That's what truck. I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. Things a tank. Trust me. He hit the uh, other car we had with it, backed into it. And didn't scratch that old truck. I was going to say that old truck was fine, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Um, that little. Uh, I've been doing what? this wrong. That's what I should have got Stacy of 1970. Yeah, I still, I still got it, buddy. <laughs> that hole in the bush will be a little bit bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, I think you're doing it right. But I don't think your truck would have survived that scratch she put down at eight. Bro. <laughs> that would have totaled your truck. <laughs> that little BMW was riding on top of my truck. <laughs> I listened to that in one of your podcasts and laughed. I could just see her 
punching the gas, dragging it down the side of your truck. Oh, like, why is my car going so slow? slow? <laughs> <laughs> what is that noise? <laughs> no, I think you're doing it right, Ryan, because if See? she would have had something like that, she would have never have known that she had done anything wrong. She wouldn't have felt anything. Oh, you should have kept Oh, going. absolutely. Yeah, that's for sure. That, that hole in the she bush would have been a hole in the side of the, your house. Like, just, oh, what she happened? She completely yeah. disagrees with the hole in the bush. Still? still? Like, like, like we were there. Like we I saw it, it with my own two eyes. I know exactly what it looks like, Stacy. What are you talking it's about? It's not birds. <laughs> Who are you going to believe, me or your lion eyes? Yes. <laughs> These little eagles. All oh right. my god! All right, guys, that's going to be the end of the podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening to us. Leave us a uh, like, uh, comment, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, and that's going to do it for us. Till next week.